your first biker podcast choice, Law Abiding Biker. Oh yeah, ramp it up. Oh yeah, you better be out there riding. That's right, folks. Welcome back. All my fellow bikeaholics, so stoked you could be here. This is the podcast for the 99%. That's right. The motorcycle majority. The big MM. I hope you're riding your bike listening to this. Or you're going to go ride your bike. Or you just got off your bike. Something like that. Something that has to do with bike. Anyways, welcome everybody. This is Ryan Erlacher, your host of the Law Abiding Biker Podcast. And your high-tech redneck. So glad you could check back in, and I got an awesome episode for you guys in the studio alone today. Um, I'm going to do an interview, so uh, hopefully you will like the interview. going to get on the phone with uh, Mike. Uh, make sure I say it right. Actually, I say it in the interview, so let me just say it there. Um, but Mike from uh, Second Amendment MC, we are going to get into that interview in a minute, do a little housekeeping here up front. Um, just want to say, hey to Mike. Um, really appreciate it and uh, really appreciate him stepping on the, up to the plate. And we've talked about it in past episodes, guys. Um, hopefully you're going to see how easy this is and we're really going to start. We already had a platform here. We're going to start an even bigger platform. And that is like I did for, I believe it was back in episode eight. And that was an interview with the Tempest Riders, uh, RC, and they have a permanent link on the Law Abiding Biker website. Now it's lawabidingbiker.com slash Tempest Riders. So they can send um, anybody that might be interested in their club directly to that link. And that person can listen to the podcast um, or they can send them to the episode number, which is eight if they're in iTunes or something, whatever. But it's there. It's permanent. And what I'm doing with, um, and, and if you're uh, listening out there, I need to get a hold of uh uh, kill switch over there in Tempest Riders. If you're listening, buddy, which I know you're a loyal listener, if you could send me a little um, blurb on your club, um, you know, basically what you're about, kind of, you know, three, four or five paragraphs, whatever. I'm having a Second Amendment MC do that, and I'm actually going to put it in the blog, and I will put it, you know, that it's approved to put in there. And so basically, it'll be a little blurb about your club, and and uh, so when they go to that episode number or that permanent link. Um, then, uh, there'll be not only the blog information there, there will also be a player there so they can listen to the podcast. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to make a page eventually when I get around to that. And that's going to be a page with all the clubs that, uh, are, or have interviewed or when you do decide to interview, uh, you'll have a page there and they, you can go through and, and see all the different clubs that have been interviewed, the law abiding biker clubs, and you can hit that club and it'll take you directly to, the blog, whatever you wrote about your club, um, what you want people to know, and it'll have, of course, the podcast there. So, yeah, guys, um, appreciate the, uh, like I say, stepping up to the plate. Just get some balls. Yep, let them drop. It's okay. And, uh, and I'm just uh, joking around. But seriously, man, it's it's pretty painless, and uh, uh, I don't know why uh, the platform's here. Like I say in the past, uh, I don't know why it hasn't been taken advantage of, but I am stoked that people are starting to take advantage of it. Let's all get our word out there and uh, kind of have a central place where everybody can learn about the different law-abiding biker clubs. With that said, um, yeah, enough rant about that. But seriously, get some balls, man. It's easy, super easy. You're going to see um, when I get uh, Mike on the horn here. All right, 
Really stoked about some donations, of course, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, they keep coming in, and we really couldn't do it without the donations, of course. So I want to make a couple real quick thanks. Bob Wiltsey of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Thank you so much, brother, for the donation, and a very substantial donation at that. Thank you so much. And it's all because he watched the free HD Hardy-Davidson rear wheel removal video on YouTube. Uh, and it said he told me it saved him some money, and he liked the video, so he decided to donate. So a lot of people find us on the YouTube channel, and then hopefully they come on over to the podcast. So um, a link to that rear wheel removal is lawabidingbiker.com slash rear wheel. And uh, you guys, all our loyal listeners, pretty much know about that. John Helig of Waterloo, Illinois. Thank you so much, John, for the donation. And last, Scott, I think I'm saying it right, buddy. Dewar, D-E-W-A-R of Champlin, Champlin, Minnesota. Thanks for the donation. And again, this was because he watched the front wheel removal video, the free YouTube video. And he says, he emails me back. He says, I, wa- uh, I was out in the garage cursing up a storm trying to put uh, put the front wheel back on when I found your video on YouTube. That saved my butt. Ryan, keep up the good work, buddy. Cheers. Cheers back to you, Scott. And again, the video he's referencing, the free video is lawabidingbiker.com slash front wheel. Thank you so much for those donation, guys. And if you want to donate, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash donate. And we really appreciate it. We'll put it to good use. Uh, like some of the things we're doing. Which is, uh, you know, putting this page up, hopefully, for the law-abiding biker clubs and trying to do these interviews and things like that. I want to mention one tweet real quick, um, and it was a little bit while back, so I'm sorry. Uh, shout out to Empire of Freedom, L-E-M-C, and they shouted out to us on Twitter. Keep up the good job, guys. Thanks, Empire of Freedom, L-E-M-C. Shout out to you. If you want to come on the podcast hit me up, let me know, and uh, we'll get your word out there. And they're on Twitter at, at E-O-F-L-E-M-C. I couldn't find their website, uh, but I did. they are on Facebook and Twitter. So anyways, uh, yeah, that was a shout-out, and uh, we shouted back to them. So if you guys aren't on Twitter, if you want to find us on Twitter, lawabidingbiker.com slash Twitter or slash Facebook or slash Google Plus or all that good stuff. So anyways... Um, like I say, this episode is dedicated. I'm not going to go on too long here. We're going to get right into the interview. Um, really cool. Talk to Mike. And uh, like I say, I want to make sure because I asked him in the interview uh, that I um, pronounce his name right. So it's coming up. And we had a, had a nice long conversation, learned all about his club, kind of what they're about, some of the uh, struggles maybe that they've been through and things like that. And hopefully we can all learn from it. I know I learned some things. He's also got some other cool stuff in there about, um, you'll hear him talk about a coalition uh, that, that has been started, and I need to do a little bit more research on that, but um, uh, some kind of motorcycle coalition that uh, is for you know the, the motorcycle majority, the 99 percenters. But like I say, I'm not completely educated on it, but uh, need to do a little bit more research on that. So here you go, guys. This is the interview. And uh, like I say, listen and, and just listen how easy the interview is. It, it, and if you talk to any of these guys that have done an interview, um, I keep it low stress. I have some questions that I'll send you, you know, some basic questions. I, I'm going to make it easy on you. But when it comes down to it, we just we just get on there and uh, we just shoot the breeze. And it's kind of a snowball effect. And we just talk. It's just a, it's just like you're talking. It's just basically being recorded and uh, super easy. And then, you know, of course, I want to get some main questions asked. But other than that, super easy, super relaxed. Um, he did an uh, interview and he used an iPhone. 
or I, I guess he might have had an Android. I guess I don't know. Um, but he uh, did it on a headset. And Paul Pelland, if you listen to the Paul Long Haul Paul interview, he did it on Skype on his iPhone. And uh, he also used just a headset. So if you don't have any fancy equipment, at least if you have an iPhone with Skype or an Android with Skype and uh, a good headset, you know what? It gets the job done. So don't think you have to go out and buy a bunch of equipment or, or you know, $100 mics. So anyways, guys, hope you enjoy the interview. Um, and uh, after the interview, I will uh, be back with you. Let's do this thing. On the line, I do have Mike Petrie. And correct me if I'm wrong. Did I say it right, Mike? Uh, Petrie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. all right. Mike Petrie. That's my bad. And uh, uh, he is the, and correct me if I'm wrong again, but I believe national president of the Second Amendment um, Motorcycle Club. Is that your position? Yes, sir. Yes. Sweet. And, and founder. And founder. Okay. One of the founding members. Very cool. Yes. Now, uh, Mike Petrie, um, I really appreciate him being on here. And uh, I will say, Mike, um, thanks for stepping up to the plate. And I have to say, you got balls, man. I appreciate it. Finally, a, a law-abiding biker club with some balls to come on, and, and we'll show everybody just how easy and laid back this is. So awesome deal, man. Good. Where, Thanks for having me. Yeah, you betcha. Where, uh, so w- w- why don't you tell me a little bit, uh, just uh, roll you know, a little bit about yourself, brother. Um, you know, your, a little bit of background, whatever you feel like telling, you know, where, what you do, where you came from, uh, prior military, anything like that. Okay. Well, no, um, we're a Second Amendment um, I, we're in, based in Columbus, Ohio. That's that's where uh, the the mother chapter is at. Um, I, I'm a truck driver by trade. Uh, went to college for police administration, um, two and a half years out of uh, Eastern Kentucky University. Um, just been driving truck right out of college and uh, gained a lot of weight. And uh, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know about that club, brother. I know about that club. <laughs> So you're from Ohio, huh? Uh, well, I was born in Ohio, but I was raised across the river in Kentucky. Um, went through high school in Kentucky, hung out in Ohio because that's the closest town. Um, after grad, after after high school, uh, moved to East, Eastern Kentucky University, went to college, and then moved back into Ohio. So that's where I've been for the last 16, 17 years. Roger yeah. that. Now, uh, what's the uh, uh, weather like over there right now in, in Ohio, man? To like today? Today was beautiful. A um, little windy. Uh, we, we took a beating. We, we had about, about 11, 12 bikes to ride today on about a 200-mile ride. Um, took a beating with the wind. But uh, as far as temperature and 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 the sun was, was there, but it wasn't as like a like a, a – small cloud. I mean, it wasn't cloudy, cloudy, but it was, you know, just, a, just, just enough to keep it from bearing down on you. Um, but it was a beautiful day, about 75, maybe pushing 80. Awesome. Sounds but, about, uh, yeah, about the same here. It was awesome. Beautiful day. Tons yep. of riders. So you guys got a little ride in today, huh? Yep. We uh, planned, uh, it was like, uh, it's our first meeting slash ride. We, we opened it up to the public. We had actually, uh, another guy, a potential come in and ride with us. Um, uh, a couple guys that ha- hasn't met each other. We had another chapter come from Portsmouth, Ohio, up to ride with us. So we had a, a good time. We uh, went to the Hocking Hills area, which is uh, for Ohio. It's it's the, it's the hilly part of Ohio. It looks like Kentucky, um, and there was hundreds of bikes out today. It was it was a beautiful day. Went out and had some barbecue and oh, sat around yeah. and uh, pulled with each other and took off on the bikes. Sweet deal. 
Now, uh, what kind of what kind of uh, bike you rolling on there, brother? I've got a 2012 Street Glide, Harley Street Glide. Okay, sweet. So, 2012. I wrecked it last year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did you uh, uh, total it, or is this a new bike, or did you were you able to fix it up? Well, uh, they didn't total it. They should have. I had to have a new frame. So it, it's, it's been completely rebuilt, I guess. Um, but they, they, they went ahead and fixed it and uh, paid the huge price to have it fixed. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you uh, uh, come out of that uh, fairly unscathed or what? Well, uh, the right side of me took a beating. The left side, I was nothing wrong with my left side, but the right side took a beating. Um, road, road burn, um, dislocated shoulder. Um, pretty good cut over my eye and I was out of work for six months with the surgery on my shoulder. I tore my rotator, rotator cuff and then it, uh, uh, disconnected the bicep, I guess they had to reconnect the bicep, but yeah, boy. Other, other than that, <laughs> wow. You, uh, yeah. so you're one of those that have been down, you fall in that category then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Most people are going to end up in that club. So, well, uh, you mind talking about that a little bit? Was it just a, a four wheeler pull out in front of your cage or what? Well, uh, what happened? I, I was, uh, actually I was, it was my fault cause I was getting ahead of myself and I had been getting ahead of myself all year, I guess. Um, so I was attempting to pass a car on a two lane road. There was a car coming towards me an oncoming car so i got back over to the right and then the car that i was attempting to pass went to hit his brakes well i looked up you know locked my brakes up and i went to a slide and then instead of hitting him in the rear i went to the left and then it was a convertible and i remember screaming wait 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 hoping this guy would just just wait before he turned but he didn't wait and he turned right in front of me oh boy you uh, yeah. layered out. You layered her down. Obviously, did you high side or anything, or just lay it down? No, we 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 made full contact. Full, and we were oh. uh, bounced off each other. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, so you kind of did a Superman then, huh? Yep, exactly. That's what the the witness behind us. Uh, she said that bike went one way and you jumped the other way, yeah. and and I don't remember much about it. Uh, um, I was in and out of consciousness, I guess. I don't remember the ambulances coming. I don't remember the. The helicopter landing. Uh, I do remember them putting me in the helicopter, um, and I do remember having the medic take a picture of me um, in the helicopter. But other than that, I, I don't remember much about that. <laughs> wow. Well, glad you're back in uh, one piece, so to speak, and and back riding, brother. Now, why don't you tell me a little bit? Uh, I guess real quick, how, how you got a bike and stuff. You've been riding a long time since you're a kid, or what? Um. No, not no. About about five or six years, I guess. I uh, um, had a couple of bikes before this one. Before I got into the Harleys, um, but I was I was over the road as a truck driver, and I mean we're talking fifteen hundred miles for the whole year because I was just I work on the road, and when I'd come home, it would be something I came home for either a birthday or a you know, kid event or something or it rained. So I mean it just putting the miles on the bike just never happened. Sure. Um so I, I, I stepped away from I sold sold that bike and I stepped away and then then I got I came off the road and I got a somewhat of a local job and with FedEx. That's who I that's who I drive for, FedEx. And then I started putting the miles on. So that's that's when I have I bought my first Harley, and I traded my first Harley in and bought this one, and then it's just, you know, 
have a, have a look back. So I've been on the Harleys about about three or four years. Mm-hmm. Good deal, man. So at some point, uh, it's fair to say, obviously, you got the bike, you're riding, and you start thinking about club, right? And uh, club, did you join another club, or did you just out of the blue want to start your own, or what? Nope, I was actually uh, invited to join a law enforcement as a non non LE member. Okay. Um, it was here in here in the Columbus area, um, and I would was part of that. Very active, very involved, and uh, and. To make it short, there was some internal issues uh, with the national board, and um, so as a support to the national president, I, I sort of suspended myself f- from from that that club as well with him. Um, there were some issues going on with him, and and uh, I, I basically backed him up and and took a voluntary suspension from the club as long as he did. Okay. Um, but then during, during, during that downtime, I mean, I just, things just didn't work out and, um, they've actually disbanded the, the club altogether now. They, oh, okay. So it was a smaller LE club kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. We weren't, we weren't real small. Uh, we had like, uh, 30, 40 members. Okay. Um, they did split it from into, into two different chapters, but, uh, um, we, I mean, it was a, it was a happening club, very involved with, uh, with the community and did a lot of good stuff. Uh, um, but just had some internal issues and, sure. um, so, and then, then, then I started listening to you, uh, this past, this, you know, this past winter. Um, and, uh, I'm more on the, on the, um, idea of non LE members being a part of an LE club. Sure. And and uh, you know that that's that's coming from a non non LE that was part of an LE, so I, I could see where uh, the conflicts and the and the issues arise with that. So well, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, I had no idea about that. So yeah, so coming from you um, being you know non LE, and you actually uh, had some insight and, and experience with coming into an LE. Is that correct? Kind of an LE club, and you yeah. saw some of those issues can you if you can uh it's up to you can you get into a few of those minor issues that that you might think you know make it difficult if you have civilians in an le club or vice versa or yeah it's mainly because you have you have a a certain group of people i mean now don't get me wrong everybody treated me wonderful i mean it really opened my eyes to their field um go ahead and say it it man cops are jerks (laughs) (laughs) you can say it man no i'm I'm teasing bunch of of type a personalities brother let me tell you they're hard to deal with (laughs) no you know but actually you know i've never even um i guess because you know i I went through high school went through you know two and a half years in college and trying to to get to that level and uh uh, just life just didn't ever pan out that way but um and you know i've never had a problem with law enforcement never i mean it just but you know, like they, there are some jerks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, you can say it here, man. We're, we're pretty open and transparent. We got to laugh about it. You know that. If you if you have friends that are and stuff, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're type A. And, uh, yeah, you got to you kind of got to take take it with a grain of salt. That's for sure, some of them. Yeah. Uh, so, so you got into that club, and uh, it sounds – now, that you say that club is, is, is no longer – they split up or what? Yes, yeah, they um, there was some issues and um, uh, they disbanded. Um, now the club, the members stayed in contact. I mean, they they've actually went to another club, um, 
but there were just a couple couple issues that 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 uh, that it's kind of hard without going into specifics and, sure, and, sure. and details. I mean, I'd rather not not do that. But uh, um, the club the club itself fell apart, but not the brotherhood of the members. Okay, if, if, if it makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well said. So. So there, there, there is a chapter, a local chapter here of another club with just about all the, the members, minus a few. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's a that's a that's a common theme. So that's not a new story, you know. So that's that's good. Um, sounds like they, however they did, they got it figured out. So that's the main key, and, and got their brotherhood going. So now you got now. So so that didn't work out. Now was did you immediately say okay, I got to you know start a club of my own or did you have some brothers or tell us how, how basically it's the second amendment MC. Tell us how that little thought started in, in your brain. Yeah. Well, um, actually I was looking around me. I rode, you know, without a, without a club. Uh, and there's always somebody, right? I could always go ride with anybody out there. Even the guys that were in the club and stuff. And my best buddy, he's a, uh, he rides with me and, and I just, but I missed that. I missed it. Uh, being involved with with uh, charities, I missed just the whole brotherhood part. I'm thinking, man, this, I've got to do something. I can't, you know. It's just different. It's it's. I miss being a part of that 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 brotherhood. Um, and I'm, a couple other guys at work, we were talking, and and well, let's just do our own thing. I mean, I didn't really want to go that route. I checked out a couple of the different other clubs, and uh, was thinking about you know starting a chapter. Um, just not really. It, I never could find one that that was was what I what I wanted. Um, and I talked to another guy, another buddy at work, and and he's like, "Well, let's just do it ourselves." And then that's where we came up with the idea of uh, there was three of us, and um, and we all loved guns. It was, it was a hot topic. You know, fighting Amen. For gun, Amen to that. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, so you know the the point was you know we were going to have a a, a non confrontational Second Amendment support club basically what it is um, another club which is which is, has been disbanded since so I, I can say something about it um, they were um, armed citizens MC okay um, and it, to me that just it, it invited it's like hey you know we're armed you know. So I mean, it was like an invitation for trouble, and I just didn't want that. And uh, they required a, a CCW, which, you know, Second Amendment isn't about CCW; it's about the right to bear arms, not only, you know, not just concealed. So sure, sure. Um, yeah. So people don't want to conceal. You know, they don't have a desire to conceal, but they still want to support the Second Amendment. So we didn't go that route. So that that's that's why I decided to do what we did. What we did, we we came up with our own stuff and. Uh, it <laughs> okay hey sometimes that's the route to go you know but um now when you were uh thinking about starting this club and obviously now that other club uh, they're uh, no longer huh right yeah i've, I've actually you know reached, was gonna reach out to them and, and talk to them and uh and what i did they they were gone and on their website it says you know this movie just painted so i'm mm-hmm. not sure what happened uh um but they're no longer so. Okay. Now you obviously, like you said, looked at some other clubs. I think that's pretty typical. Did you, uh, 
did you guys have a did it take a long time to decide okay you know we're gonna do our own thing and uh and it's gonna be you know did you know what you were getting involved with kind of and was that a hard decision for you three founding members right what do you call them the ff the something i read on your website yeah first founding members okay yeah so tell me about that process How, how long did that take and was there a lot of um you know one of your friends going, no, 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 it's too hard or, or anything like that? No, the, um, the three that, uh, three, well, the two plus me, we, it was pretty much, uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, but, but to be honest with you, I, I, I'm a type that once I get something in my mind, that's all I think about. <laughs> I like um, that. I like that. It, it is. And, and being a truck driver, you know, we, like I said, a driver FedEx, we, we got, we get in the truck, we drive down the road, you know, what do you have? You have dead time. Uh-huh. You know, you don't don't hit nobody, but you know you're thinking the whole time. So that so my mind constantly just just runs with ideas. You know, and uh, you know I tell people right up front. You know, if I bring something to you, like uh, if I do a, a, an image on Photoshop or whatever, I go if it's so good, just just tell me, trash it. Because I mean, I am constantly just messing with this stuff. I mean, just thinking ideas after idea after ideas. Some are are garbage. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get one like, "Hey, uh, that sounds good." <laughs> yeah. But um, so so I mean, I, I pretty much uh, came up with the stuff, ran it by them. They 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 both liked it. Um, and and honestly, with with, with our bylaws, um, you know, I, I viewed a couple other bylaws and and I knew what I wanted. I knew how I wanted to to happen. I wanted to avoid some conflicts that 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 was that I had with the other club. So I knew, you know, to to sort of mold that away from certain things, um, and just put them together that way. And it's uh, um, just very—they're basic. They're not—they're nothing, nothing complicated with them. Um, we don't want no drama. We don't want to—we don't want to micromanage the chapters. We just want to, you know, support the Second Amendment, have a brotherhood. We can say, hey, you know, I call you up, and you know, you got my back. I got your back. Whatever you need, your family's sick, you know, kids sick, whatever you, uh, and just ride. That's all we want to do. Just ride. Absolutely. And uh, real quick, Mike, before I forget about this, I was just curious, and then I do want to get back on the club stuff. Now, are you guys over there in Ohio, uh, like us over here in Washington, open carry state? Um, we are an open carry state, yeah. yeah. But however, you know, being on a motorcycle, you have you're you're considered inside. Right. Same here. So, yep. So yep. Which I don't understand that, but it know, doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> yeah, we're the same way up here. But you, but as far as open carry, if our listeners don't know, you know, basically here in Washington, it sounds like Ohio. You know, you can walk right down the street without a seat, without a concealed weapons permit, as long as you know the the, the uh, sidearm is in full view. Is that the way yes. your interpretation of open carry? Yes. Yeah. Yep. God bless Ohio. We're we're still good yep. over here too. So, hey, I just want to do that real quick because I didn't want to forget about that. Now, so you're going with your club and. uh now, now you guys, uh, you know, did you decide at that time, you know, what, what is, uh, you know, what is our membership going to be? Who are we going to allow? Is it, is it anybody in your club or is there, you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what you need to be if somebody right now wants to, you know, join the second amendment, um, MC. Well, um, first you have to be, uh, 21 years old. Um, we, we do have a, you know, be able to carry a gun at least, um, I speak English and being American, but you know, with the Second Amendment, so we can't really offer a international sure um, uh, chapters because you know they don't have the Second Amendment. 
So it, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, American based. <laughs> um, and that's it. I mean, be law abiding. I mean, that, and that's one thing that we require that you have to be a law abiding, no felonies. Um, now if, if something was besides a felony, like a misdemeanor from, from, from the past or whatever, we'll look at each, each case, case by case. And I mean, well, I'm not, we're not going to well, sure. keep somebody from the club that, you know, just like any other thing. If made you know, a mistake, we, got me, a DUI. Right? Yeah, exactly. That, that stuff happens, right. man. I get that. Yeah. That don't mean you're not um, law abiding. That just means you everybody right. makes mistakes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's if you well, keep doing it over and over, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, you know, just uh, you know, 500 cc. We just, we just want you to be able to make, keep up with us, maintain highway speeds without you know causing a, a nuisance, being a nuisance. Um, and, you know, bike insurance. Um, we we you know, we we, we let, invite women to come in if they if they have an endorsement and ride, and uh, we don't. You know, it's just a strictly family. Everybody's welcome. Um, and that's it. I mean, just, uh, not a whole lot of stuff. Just be a good guy and drama free and, uh, amen. To that. Yeah. <laughs> drama free. That would be the key, man. Drama free. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now you guys obviously had to do like we did, uh, with our club and tell me a little bit about, um, you guys are sitting down, I'm sure together, uh, routinely. First of all, what was the date inception date, uh, you know, where you actually established yourself as a club? Okay. Um, well, I, I put the bylaws together and uh, you know, printed, the, printed everything out. And then we had the, the, the three of us had a meeting and we, we all voted for those bylaws. So we voted to adopt the bylaws. Now, that, who, now how did uh, you write those bylaws, brother? Did you do that yourself or did you all three do it or, or did you adopt, you know, kind of pick and choose from other ones or, or how did that work? Um, the, you know, we do what we wanted and I just go ahead, I just had to find it. Um, the wording itself was just, you know, picked and choose, um, for the wording. We didn't, you know, I didn't go to the lawyer and have it done. So okay. I'm sure if it ever came up to it, that, that I would have to alter or, or have some holes patched in it. Um, like I said, we were not hardcore. Um, so I just, you know, I knew what I wanted. Um, I did reword stuff that, that would, would benefit our, our side, um, but other than that, I just I went and choose. I, I got some from this one, got some from that one, and you know this one, and I like that. But I don't like that. I'm going to change that around. So uh, a lot of it is is copied and paste, to be honest. And but a lot of it is altered and changed to meet our our, our requirements that we that we wanted. Um, and once I got that, you know, I sent it to the other two guys. You know, they looked at it, and then we met, and then we voted to, to adopt them. And um, we've actually had a couple of amendments uh, to the bylaws that uh, I figured, I've yeah. On there. So, <laughs> and, and, and that's going to happen. You're thinking, you know, because uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know everything. And then as it came up, you know, like, well, this needs to be changed. So, but uh, to get us started, that's what that's what we did. Just, uh, and then from there, we you know we added a couple. Uh, we added a sergeant at arms. Um, was that I one of your founding members? Sorry, was that one of your founding members that became Sergeant Arms or what? No, no. Um, it was, uh, we, we started out with uh, Prez, VP, and then the Secretary. Um, well, actually, the Treasurer. Um, and I, I told him he was going to do the Secretary, too. He, sure. But that, that's, the, that's the one that actually stepped away. He uh, met a woman. You know how that goes. Oh, boy. <laughs> there we go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he was up here working, and then he met a woman back in his hometown, and then he left, and he just like, I, I don't have time. 
Um, and he's a good guy, and he still rides, and uh, um, he just felt like it'd be better for him just to step entirely away. And then, uh, you know what? I got to respect that though. Cause a lot of guys don't, and they, you know, I've seen these clubs and then, you know, a guy says, I don't have the time. I'd rather have him say that, I guess, than, you know, try to, uh, just come along on the coattails, I guess. Right. Exactly. And actually from your podcast, that's, that's something that I have, uh, um, me and the VP has talked about, uh, you know, in the beginning, it was like, man, we got to get members. We got to get members. We got to get members. Yes, we all fall in that trap, trap, though, to a certain extent, you know. So and, I'm glad you admit that. Yeah, right. And then, uh, and then I told him, I was like, you know, you need to listen to this podcast. I mean, uh, when you were talking about um, your club, that that episode, a couple of episodes ago, when you just talked about your club and and the requirements, I go, you need to listen to this. This is what I want. I don't care if we have four or five members, but I want good quality guys, good members, and not worry about the the, the quantity. Hey, amen, man. Good for you. Good for you. So, uh, so we, we we've tightened it down a little bit. Um, luckily, we haven't had to uh, you know had any problems by opening it up in the beginning. So we we're still good on that part. So we we caught it before we had any trouble. But uh, we, we're tightening it down a little bit, slowing down. <laughs> sure. Hey, that's awesome though. Good good for you, man. To to take a step back, yeah, and realize that. So. Good deal, man. Did they buy off on it when they, you know, listened? Is that something that they were like, yeah, it, kind of, it makes sense? Yeah, yeah, they, they did. Um, the, the the VP did, especially. Um, the rest of them were just like, sounds good to me. So, right. yeah. We, um, no, but on the other hand, see, we don't, we allow each chapter to do what they want to do. Um, we don't micromanage. All they have to do is obey our our national bylaws they can add to that bylaws but they can't take away the bylaws and we also have in our bylaws where we you know if something if they're going way off base we can we can step in and and say no we're not going to do that you know this is um this is almost something contrary to what what we believe is and, and that's you as so, the mother you know, chapter right correct you okay correct. you as the mother chapter can step in and say hey 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 whoa yeah, um, we have a, a Indianapolis chapter, which is which is great. I mean, I, I trust them; um, they can do whatever they want, as far as I'm concerned, because I, I trust them just like they were part of the national board. Um, I don't have to worry about you know what they're doing. They they they've actually tightened it. They tightened it down before we did on a national level. Um, you know, they 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 do the longer probationary uh, period, and they. Don't don't get the patches out quick. So um, they actually tightened it down. So I'm, I'm really proud of proud of them and and gave them full reign so they they can control you know, their stuff whenever they want. Well, good deal. Now, speak. You brought it up, so it's a good segue, right? And what's the? Uh, um, and then I want to backtrack a little bit. But let's talk about since we're in it. Your your you know you obviously don't just let from from what I checked and stuff. You don't just let people in your club. You've got to do a, some sort of probationary period. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what that's about, man? Um, yeah, for the most part, um, we we as far as the probationary, it, it, it's it's individual per chapter. Um, if if someone comes in with with their feet running and they they get involved and they just you know we're gonna we're gonna let that slide a little bit um like i said we're not a hardcore um if for us to even invite you in we already like you okay um, so 
as far as that goes, I mean, it, we're going to play around with you, make you a prospect, you know, which I told my my prospect to wash my bike last night, and he didn't. So, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but it's my stepson, so you know what can you do? <laughs> Oh yeah, there, there's he's like looked at me and says, "I ain't watching your bike." <laughs> <laughs> there's a month extension, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, and I actually held his patch. We had his patch. I was going to give it to him today during the ride, but I held it. But um, yeah, but as far as that, I mean, three months. We 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 like to see three months, you know, from hanging around us and then and coming on, on board. Um, but like I said, you know, we, we we're we're laid back. We're we're not hardcore. Um, you know, if you if we like you anyways, you that's why you're here. So, um, so as, as far as probationary stuff, I mean, it, it's really laid back and, and and individually based. So, but on the other hand, that's one thing that we're looking at tightening down too. Okay. So, so that 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 there may change a lot in the future. Sure. Well, that's good. Um, always changing. We are too, you know, as you learn new things. So nothing wrong with that. Now, chapter wise, you guys, uh, uh, you got a few chapters and how far do you, can you talk a little bit about, you know, every club's comfortable with, you know, what some clubs want to say numbers. Some just want to say chapters, just tell us whatever you're comfortable with as far as, you know, where you're at and, and kind of your, your wingspan, so to speak. Yeah. Um, we got about 20, 24, 25 members total. Um, we've got, uh, eight or nine over in Annapolis, which is called the Naptown chapter. Um, we got in Portsmouth, Ohio is a chapter. Um, well actually Portsmouth and in, in, into Kentucky. Um, so we call the, the, the river crew. And then we have the Columbus chapter, the mother chapter. Um, but total with, with the nomads, we have about, about 25 members total. And, okay. um, actually I just responded to two, two different emails just before waiting on the, this interview. Oh, sweet, sweet. Potential. So um, we got another chapter maybe forming and a couple more nomads coming on maybe. Now, how uh, does that, Mike, how did your chapter deal, you know, okay, I get it. If somebody wants to, you know, go to you in the mother chapter and, you know, seek membership. Now, what about like, you know, somebody that's out of the area, you know, we have a, you know, probationary type chapter uh, support crew. How do you guys do? Do that if somebody is listening and wants to that's interested in starting a chapter can you touch on that a little bit yeah um as far as the chapters go you know the the, the, the board comes on full patched um with the chapter being on probation so you know uh, they have to be be together as one as a chapter they we required at least four with the with the board uh, president vice president secretary and sergeant at arms they can link the secretary and treasurer together um in the beginning but we would eventually like to see that fifth because you know that also gives a balance in voting so oh yeah it can't, yeah. Be, it can't be well lopsided um but you know like i said you know with the chapters we we look at it as an extension of support of the second amendment so with the chapters, if, if we can get a chapter in an area that, that will uh, agree to do our bylaws, to, you know, to be represented as under our bylaws, we want, we want them there because we want them to be involved with guns, with supporting the Second Amendment, be, be um, you know, politically involved uh, on the acti- activist side as well. So, you know, but as far as the, 
requirement form, and that's all. That's all there is. Um, so, and again, that you know, listening to your podcast, that may change as well because you know I've I'm taking a lot of a lot of information I hear from you guys and uh, um, looking at our our club as as a whole and seeing if there's something that we could implement that would make it better. Sure. So. Well, good deal. Now, what if what's the I say? You know, if four or five is good to start with. Now, you say, you know, what if twenty came to you? Are you going to say no, no, no? Start with this many, and then if you want to bring them on later, what you know, you probably haven't had that. But what what if you did? Is there a max um, that a crew could start, or what? Well, you know what, we haven't really thought about that yet um, because it hasn't really happened. Sure. Um, personally, I think that that many would be a concern for me and depending on how far they were from Ohio, because with that many people, I would definitely want to look at each, each individual a little closer, not just, um, you know, it, it not just allow everybody to come on board. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, man. I mean, four or five, we can handle that. Yeah. I can, I can do. Um, and all we require really is their local, uh, police department background check, and in their driving record, um, but with with a large group, I would I would definitely have to look at uh, look at things a little closer because I don't want uh, you know I don't want my club to come down because of uh, you know a couple couple bad apples. Yeah, absolutely. Now that's awesome that you talk about that. So you guys obviously are a law abiding biker club here. That's uh, you know we've kind of made that apparent. Now um, you do care about the you know reputation of your club and i read um and we'll talk about that a little bit you you know you sent a, a deal i asked you to about your club and uh i'm actually from now on going to post that and i'll get a little bit into that in a minute but from now on i'm actually going to post that with clubs that want to do an interview i'll actually do a blog so like yours we'll just i'll just make a permalink for it and or mm-hmm. a, a link and so it'll be have an episode number but it'll be you know, lawabidingbiker.com slash, and if this sounds good to you, it'll be 2AMC. Does that That's work fine. for you? And that way you, you can send anybody you want, and it'll go right to that blog. It'll have your written documentation about your club, and it'll have, they can listen to it right there. So I want Perfect. to, yeah, throw that out there. And we did it for the Tempest Rider, so it's forward slash Tempest Rider. So any clubs out there that you know uh, want to uh, step up to the plate and do this real easy interview, we'll do a full blog and we'll the the podcast there, and it'll be forever. And uh, I think it'll be a cool deal. Um, and and I'm also going to make a page, Mike. I just want to tell you too, you know, um, now that we're getting you're the second club that's done, I think we're going to get more to step up the plate. I'm just going to make a whole page on our site that will have, you know, each club. And then somebody can click on that. It'll take them to that exact blog in that episode. So yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll right. Be, be pretty cool. Um, all right. Back on track. Sorry. I do that sometimes, man. You probably heard that in the podcast. I get off track. Okay. <laughs> now. Um, so, so you got, we're, we're talking about chapters a little bit. We got the probationary periods um, kind of as far as uh, cruise sounds like the most you've had is really five that, that have come to you so far. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. A crew start, of five. Start, yeah. Okay. Now, does yeah. that does does the uh, uh, oh what am I trying to say the uh, uh, support crews do they have the same probationary period or is it longer? Or how do you do guys do that for a what group? do you mean support crews? You know, let's say let's say a chapter a chapter wants to okay. start up and you've got five guys 
and you're like, okay, you know, do they have to, do they, I mean, I take it, they don't get their patches, those five guys, do they have to go through three months or six months or anything like that as a crew before um, they get patched? No, no actually, uh, the, I guess that's, that's where, what makes it a little different. We actually give the first, uh, the first members their patches. Okay. Okay. Um, and the first, the, the board members their patches and then put, put them on the, the whole chapter on probation. Oh, um, and, very interesting. And, and, I love to learn that. Until, yeah. And the reason why, because what, what it is, we're a one patch deal. So um, you're a one piece, right? Yeah, looking at it, right? Okay, right, right. So you you, you really can't either you, you got nothing or you, or or you got a patch, right? <laughs> so and then that's why. Now we have like our mother chapter um, has came up with a three percent brotherhood patch, and that is our ultimate brotherhood patch. You know, once you once you get that, you have been accepted one hundred percent to our our our, our chapter. Um, we have a one chapter that went with the side rockers. You know, they I think they actually issue the side rocker and hold the back patch to their new members. Um, okay, so you let each chapter really have control of that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like I said, that was one of the issues that I had with uh, with with the last club, the micromanaging. Okay. I did not, I did not want to do that. I did not want that responsibility. I didn't want to be that anal uh, with it. I just want them to, here's our bylaws. If you agree with it, uh, you can add, but you can't take away. Um, and if we, if I trust you to go ahead and, and, and to take off on this chapter, you know, do it, do it. <coughs> right. Well, that's why I like learning about this. Everybody does it a little bit different, and uh, I def yeah, it's very very interesting. Now, um, okay, so they yeah obviously get a lot of lead weight. Now, j- just to backtrack just a little bit, Mike, on who did did you guys uh, have a lot of trouble designing your patch? It's a very good looking patch. Who who did that, and and briefly what was involved with that? Well, um, I did it. Like I said, I, I'm uh, <coughs> man, I got an itch in my throat. Yeah, me. that's all right. I take it you must uh, be a little bit of the high tech redneck of your club. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely the high tech. Had <laughs> a boy. Um, definitely, I'm. Uh, I'm anal with it, and there, there's sometimes I, when you're talking, I'm like, "What? Apple? iPhone? <laughs> you're crazy! I can well, I can do circles around with my Android." Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, we got we got to bust um, bust people's balls about that stuff at <laughs> good times. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was me. I, I designed a patch. Um, I designed a bunch of them actually. And, uh, our first full meeting with the board, um, I had them all printed out and we looked at it and they was like, well, let's do this. Let's try, let's try this. Um, and then we, the first meeting we had, I threw it all, all them out on the, on the, on the table. Um, and we like this one. And then I I took that one away. Then I think everybody's in favor of this one, and we chose that one. Um, Well, it's definitely a good-looking patch. I'm looking at it here online. Well, thank you. Now, obviously, your patch, along with, uh, like ours, you know, it means something. Do you want to talk about what it means? Yep, um, sure. uh, Second Amendment's got the guns. Uh, It's got the flag, which I almost had an issue with the flag because of just the American flag. Um being used for something other than a flag, but we went ahead and went with it. Um, the skull represents the, uh, the people that died for our freedoms and our Second Amendment and, and our forefathers. 
Um, the eagle with the feather. And that's kind of, I'm looking, that's the, okay, yeah, I'm looking. The feather's kind of draped over the, if you're yeah, looking at it, yeah. the right side of the skull in the eye, okay. Yep. Um, that that represents, you know, the Indians, well, you know, let, 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 let the government take care of you. And we see how that worked out for them. Okay, okay, yep. Um, and the guns for the Second Amendment. Um, and that's pretty much it. And the red, white, and blue, we all know what that stands for. Yeah, absolutely. Um and uh, actually, the VP requested the eagle, something to represent the the, um, the Indian side, the Native American side. So we uh, that's when I, that's where we put the eagle on, and everybody liked it, and uh, that's what we did. And it's kind of for the listeners. It's kind of if you you'll have to go to this blog. I'll put a picture of it um, uh, again. It'll be lawbuddingbiker dot com slash two the number two a m c for Second Amendment Motorcycle Club. And it's kind of the whole patch is kind of a. a well, it's kind of like a traditional, you know, kind of like you see on the uh, an arrow, I guess, kind of a triangle a little bit, but a rounded triangle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and now that patch obviously goes on your back. What do you guys wear? Do you wear anything on your front? I was just looking at you on Skype here. It looked like you had some uh, position patch and stuff on your front. Yeah. Um, uh, we use our uh, the name, our, our road name, um, our title, our, our rank, what, what, what we do. Um who we're with, like, well, my, mine says national, and then, and I'm also an original member, so I have original tab. Um, but, you know, someone coming in now, it would be, you know, their, their road name, their rank, um, <clears throat> what would I say, uh, the, the chapter they're in, either, you know, Naptown or Rear Crew, whatever. And then whatever, if the chapter has, a, has something special for them only, they would get whatever right, right there. But, um, um, that's the only thing on the, on the, see, it'd be on the right side, the left side. Um, most of us have the American flag. Um, our chapter was recently voted to keep the colors intact, red, white, and blue. Some of the guys have the black flag. Some of them have the all red flag, <coughs> but we, we decided to keep the, the, the colors intact, red, white, and blue. So. Um, other than that, I mean, the only thing we require as far as the clean slate is the back, um, that back section, um, with an exception of our, our patch, the, the 3% Brotherhood patch, which is directly below the back patch. Um, and I'm not saying that they, the other chapters can't add to that, but, you know, we definitely want to keep one <clears throat> one patch on the back to keep our the, the back patch by itself. Okay, yeah. No makes sense. I mean, they, they can add something on the bottom if they want, just like like we have. Um, but as far as cluttering up the back, we don't want, we don't want that. So we we, we kind of we want to keep it clean back there. Okay, cool. Now, starting your club was it, uh, it, it? If if somebody else is out there listening and wants to start a club, is it more expensive than you thought, or more difficult than you thought, or 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 less? Well, um, it was. <clears throat> <clears throat> it was time consuming and kind of expensive getting everything started. And then um, we've actually, someone reached out to us and was wanting to use our bylaws. And okay. I'm like, well, that was kind of a strange request. And I'm like, well, why are you doing this? You know, we consider a chapter, um, cause it was pretty much the same as ours. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, the creating the, the, the file, the file to, to, for stitching, that's expensive. Um, yep. 
So, so I mean, that, all that was kind of kind of a shock to me to get that set up. But uh, as far as starting a chapter, we don't charge nothing for the for the chapter. All we charge is is a, is a yearly fee, which is a very minimum, and whatever it costs to make the patch. We don't upcharge on the patch. We just yeah, you know, the patches come through me. That the, the our maker doesn't um, uh, doesn't print our you know. So our patch to anybody. So I had to. I had to make the order. Um, yeah, that's awesome. We're the same way. We have one yeah. guy, and and he knows who we are, and he would, yeah, not give it to anybody else. So good for you. That's a right. good thing for the listeners to know. Yeah. Um, what uh, as as far as five hundred one c nonprofit? Did you guys go that route? Or are you going that route? Or you just don't? Um, well, we haven't done it yet. I, I definitely want to look into that. Um, and, and honestly, our first year, <clears throat> I wrecked in July, so I was pretty much out of commission for half that year. Um, now, we do have uh, um, a chapter that has an LLC. Um, okay, so that you one of your see that's why I want to that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, some guys go LLC, and then some we're we're doing the nonprofit, but we are still we went through legal Zoom, and it's not their fault. It's just the state of our leadership right now in this country and, 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 uh, it has been held up and held up and we're still waiting for the final oh, word. So it is a pain. Is that for the 501C or the yeah. LLC? Yeah. No, the 501C. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard that was a bear. Oh my God. Every and, eye's got to be dotted. Every T's got to be crossed. Oh yeah. Had to go back, make sure you did it right. <laughs> yeah. And then they, and then we don't know where it is. It goes up there and, and then they hold on to it. And we're going to do an episode on that coming up. But once we actually get blessed to uh, be official, but we're, it's been quite a while and we're still waiting on that. So LLC route, huh? Very, very interesting. Yeah. They, as, that's what they did. And I think it mainly for, for rides just for, you know, they don't want to, um, have any issues if they put a ride together and, uh, something would happen. Sure. Sure. So, I mean, those, the, the release forms only go so far. So, Right, right. Well, that's that's a good way to look at it. So, but you guys are you guys are ne- not neither right now. Just kind of waiting to figure out what you're going to do. Right. Um, yeah. The, the mother chapter, you know, said so the the other chapter just sort of almost, almost passes up. I'm gonna better watch it. They might take over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, as far as the mother chapter, we're 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 still waiting. We're just uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do. Um, I really need to look at the 501C. Um, but like I said, I, this is, I was out of commission for a while. So everything club related, except for me surfing and pushing things. I mean, but as far as doing actually the, the, the housework for it, I was uh, kind of slowed way down when I, when I crashed. Sure. I was laid out for six months. And if you ever have a surgery, do not have a ro- rotator cuff surgery. That oh. is the most yeah. Oh my God. For two not... months, I couldn't move. Oh boy, that doesn't not sound fun, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, every, every movement you do moves your shoulder, and you don't realize that until you can't move it. <laughs> uh, oh boy, probably, probably just coughing makes it hurt if you sneeze oh, yeah. or something. I mean, oh, that does not sound fun. Yep. Now, Mike, what uh, as far as uh, your guys is, you know, you got this club together. You're obviously very, you know, Second Amendment, and I am too, and and that's awesome. Now, 
what is your main what would you say your clubs do you guys raise money to for you know for second amendment type stuff or what what i mean or do you raise money for other charities what what what's your role as far as your mission as far as you know fundraising if that if you do any of that well um so far we haven't we haven't raised any money for any, any second amendment issues um basically just uh spreading the word about that um i you know we i definitely want i have actually um plans for uh training sessions um with, with weapons um oh, cool. i want to bring i want to bring in which i actually have a, a member not a member but a guy that i know that was in another club with me has agreed to come in he's a um a SWAT member, uh, which is north of us, um, and he's you know, agreed to come in and give us some you know, training session with some uh, just just talk to us about the safety aspects of, of weapons and uh, awesome. just you know, the fun time. Just you know, tell some stories and uh, um, just just have fun. Um, but as far as the, the the runs we've done, we we've helped. Uh, we actually have an honorary member, Colton, uh, over at Indianapolis. Um, he he's a has had some health issues, um, so we we, uh, we we the NapTown guys over there they got uh, they got a patch made for him and uh, made him an honorary member. So we got a brother you know over there that's, that's having some issues. We they raised a lot of money for them, and we had a um, another member had his father has kidney uh, needs a kidney transplant. So we raised money for him. <clears throat> um, so you know we're not we're not, we're not strictly second amendment issues i mean okay fundraising sure. part but you know we we want to we want to affect everybody anybody that we feel that we that has a need that we can help that's who that's all we're going to do um and it doesn't help to be able to spread the word about the second amendment you know guns is not bad you know there there is a group of people that use guns for bad things right right but most of us that 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 have guns carry guns we do it for you know for security of of our safety and our family's safety, not you know not to to be a big shot or to you know, threaten people, right. and, and that's one thing we want to put out there as well. You know, yeah, we're Second Amendment. We're, we we ride bikes, so we have a club, um, but we do other we we you know we're good people, right? Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well said. And I'll just tell you straight up, dude, what's better than motorcycles and guns together? Oh, I know. <laughs> you already got the no. motorcycle. You add the gun. You, all you need is a cold beer then, man. And it's America. Straight up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, you put the two together. Nothing wrong with that, man. Oh, I like it. Not not at the same time, though. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And right. actually, yeah, actually that, that is, uh, that's actually an issue with us because we, we arrived and you know, not not to intoxication levels, right. or, or, or even a buzz level, but you know, riding out and having a cold beer, getting back on your bike and riding home is yeah, we do we do that yeah yeah. But you know, if I'm carrying that cold drink, it's got to be a Coke. You guys can't e- even have a a, a, a nope. beer. Oh, see over here, you you just can't be intoxicated. But you no, can no. have you can yeah, yeah if you have beer on your breath it's no big deal as long as you're not driving drunk or you're you're under uh, affected I guess you know drunk yeah no, it, it, once once we have that drink of beer oh, it wow. voids our, our CCW permit wow okay so well, yeah uh, well, you got to be careful yeah no <laughs> doubt yeah so uh, 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's nippy. So it's actually kind of, you know, like, do I carry or do I have a beer? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think we're going to have to designate someone like, okay, everybody break their guns down, ammo in this bag, guns in this bag. <laughs> and next week you can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, you see, that might have to become a bylaw, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh boy. Now, um, when you're, uh, uh, talking about your guys's club and your, um, your, your different chapters, do you guys have like, a uh, for people listening that are interested in your club, do you have a particular amount of events that have to be made or a particular member, you know, you have to make 50% or what's up with that, man? Well, we, we've actually talked about this. We have actually been voted on, but we haven't really enforced anything because I haven't seen an issue yet. Um, the, we were going to require a certain amount of runs, like three or three to four, I believe the number was that that you have to have three or four sanctioned events in. You know, we don't want you to say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm part of a club, give me my patch," and and we don't hear from you, right? Um, but you know, we're all busy. You know, as far as you know, a lot of the guys that that in my chapter, you know, we a lot of us work at FedEx. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and we work, you know, 50, 60, sometimes pushing 70 hours a week. So if you can't make it to something, that's fine. Just get the next one or, you know, whatever. So it hasn't been an issue, but we did vote on it. And, um, and each chapter has, you know, that they can say, well, this is going to be a section event and this is going to be a section event. And, and normally reserved for the larger, you know, important runs. Like if you have, if you are hosting a run yourself, that's going to be a sanctioned event, of course. You know, we want we want everybody to show up for that. We don't want to have a have an event and two guys show up. Yep. Um, yep. So um, that, as far as that goes, you know, we, it's been voted on, but it hasn't really been put in into play because it hasn't been needed yet. So, um, but that, that that's where we're that's where we're thinking. We're going you know we have a certain amount of sanctioned events, and you have to attend X amount of events. Okay. To, to, to maintain your status. Right, right, yeah. I think that's a good move, too. Yeah, because eventually, you know, it seems, it seems like, you know, you always get somebody that might not be as involved as others. So um, right. what is uh, your guys, uh, as far as voting, if you want to talk about that a little bit? Every club does that a little bit different. Um, is it is it just, you know, when there's an issue on the table, is it majority 50% or is it, you know, two-thirds vote? Or you guys have anything like that? Um, well, uh, it, it, as far as the mother chapter goes, um, anything that is done on the national level, level that will affect the whole club, it, it's I want everybody. I mean, everybody has to agree with it. Okay, you know, so hundred percent, huh? Yeah, um, removing a member is hundred okay. percent. Um, but other than, other than that, I mean, the, two, uh, you know, the majority, I think, would rule. Like on minor things, the majority would would, would, would be a positive vote for it. Um, again, you know, it all goes back to uh, the problems that I had with it, with another with the other club. So, yeah, and that's one thing that I, I wanted. Yeah, you know, to remove a member, everybody has to agree to remove a member. And if the person don't, you know, let's, let's talk why, you know. So if there's reason that for someone to not want to remove that member, you know, it has to, it has to be panned out. We have to talk about it. We have to be adults to come to a, a, an anonymous conclusion. Um, that just, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I just think that's the best way to go for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't see any problem with that. Um, that's a pretty serious deal. Yeah, removing a member. So, um, right. now um, I haven't had to do it yet. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I hope we don't have to either. Uh, and that, like you said earlier, you know, that's the deal is, uh, you know, if you do your homework up front, you hopefully never will have to run into that. You know, if you don't let them in, first of all, if you, if you figure them out before, then, then uh, it saves right. headaches down the road. And uh, I think we touched on that a little bit. Do you guys have any big um, yearly rides? You know, I know no, like us, not everybody can go, but that you try to, you know, go cross country or anything like that. Do you guys do that as a club or? Well, um, not yet. We, uh, I think we're, a lot of us are going to try to get to uh, um, Washington, D.C. for the Rolling Thunder this oh, year. Yeah, cool. Um, we were going to ride out to Oklahoma. I'm not sure if you've been following what's going on, but there's a group called the Alliance. Um, it's for the law enforcement, EMS, military, um, and any law abiding club. And I have not uh, one. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because I read it in your email. But yeah, I'm glad you remembered that. Yeah. Go, go with it. Um, they're actually having their their uh, uh, national rally in, uh, in Ada, Oklahoma, and I was going to do that. And a bunch of us going to ride out. And my work, um, they just the, to get days off is complicated and it's the same weekend as our truck driving championship. So a lot of drivers are already off, so they won't let anybody off that week weekend. So it, I would actually have to call off and, uh, and take a few points, which was, you know, jeopardizes your job. So I just, I felt that it was just, I, I just couldn't do that right now. Um, but that was going to be a ride. And then we, we went back to the Washington DC. So we're going to, we're going to try to get to Washington DC. We got a couple of them going down to the the Dragon in the Tennessee. Um, but as far as cross country, no, we ha- we haven't planned anything like that yet. Um, okay. But we all like to ride, and we're all going to you know they uh, Indianapolis has come over here. You know, we plan to go over there this year a bunch of times. Uh, I know uh, Warm of Nomads from Louisiana. He's coming up here to go to Washington D.C. with us. So we're we're not afraid to to jump on the bikes and take off. Yeah, awesome, man. What what is that? Uh, um, co- what can you just brief on that a little bit? The coalition thing for the listeners. Um, yeah, it's called the alliance. Oh, alliance, sorry, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, the alliance. It's uh, it's it's we are going to take away protocol. We're, I think that the main goal is to remove the criminal element from the biker protocol. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. Why should the one percent? tell the 99% what they can and cannot do as far as club, as far as wearing patch. You know, we don't want to cause any trouble, but we want to uh, have a, uh, have a group of group of clubs, which is so far it is, it's huge. It's, we got clubs from all over the world, um, all over the country that are coming together and, and contributing to the, the bylaws, contributing to the mission statement, um, it's pretty amazing to watch it unfold. Um, but we got a lot of, a lot of good people that are coming together and, uh, and, and on my, on my best, there's an alliance patch, you know, and when I can see that alliance patch, I know that, that I'm in, uh, in safe waters, so to speak. Sure. And, and that was the whole, whole point of it. You know, not, not to, not to, to form a big coalition to, to, as backup, so to speak, but, uh, um, just to know that we're in safe, you know, it's going to change. We're, we're going to change the, the biking industry for, for what it really is. Sure. 
Um, you know, and and also it, right now, and again, not to step on any toes or to over speak, you know, what I know about it. Um, there's another group out there that is ran by not so favorable clubs, um, and we want that. We want we want an alternative for for the law abiding clubs, the Christian clubs, the law enforcement, the EMS clubs. Instead of going to that group, feeling like they have to go to that group and ask permission. They can come to Alliance. Did you start Alliance, man? Um, no, I did not. Okay, so who somebody else is, is doing that? All right, so minor technical difficulty. We got disconnected there. Mike, you're back on. My last question was um, the the Alliance. Did Now, is that your deal or did somebody else create that? No, that, that's uh, someone else's creation. Um, I guess this is their second year. They haven't really... Uh, voted anything in yet they uh they're actually going to do that in in the rally in june um so i guess in the, the past year they've been developing uh the ideas bring them together uh, and coming up with bylaws and, and stuff like that but um, it, it's i've actually <clears throat> sent a message to them um they may be contacting you for an interview as well i thought that'd be great for them to to get their name out there with uh, speaking with you guys. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. So yeah, if they're listening, uh, yeah, hit me up, Ryan at lawabidingbiker.com and we'll get them on here. So very cool. So called the Alliance, if you guys want to check that out now, Mike, uh, to kind of, uh, uh, I guess, um, wrap things up a little bit. What do you uh, want to get out there, you know, about your club to people as far as, you know, um, anything, you know, I missed important points, anything like that. You got the floor, man. Okay. Well, uh, basically, we do like I say, a bunch, bunch of guys that like to ride, like our guns. We, uh, we believe in the Second Amendment. Um, uh, we believe in that, that most of us believe that someday you guys will have a tough job. Uh, and what I mean by that is, as a police officer, you're going to have to make a decision. Um, do I follow company policy or do I follow Constitution? Mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. You know that, and I I don't want to be in that position, and I and I, I you know, I hope you guys make the right decision when, when it comes down to it. But it's going to be tough because, you know, gradually taking away our Second Amendment is a lot easier than just you know all of a sudden calling everybody and say, hey, get the guns, you know, um, <laughs> you know that that gradual you know, we're going to wake up and say, whoa, we were just following orders, right, and, right, you know. So I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. But um, but you know that most of our guys believe that that uh, um, there will be a time that we'll have to uh, to stand up for our Second Amendment, and um, and I just hope it's not not a not a, a violent way. Sure, sure. Um, and and one of my fears is uh, is keeping this a law-abiding club when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good, yeah. Good thought. Yeah. Are you law abiding then? Or are you not? Cause it's a con, you know, constitutional right now, oh, boy, man. Yeah. We could have a couple beers over that one and get real deep, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. We can have a couple, a uh, couple, couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple, couple. Exactly, man. Um, well now if, if guys want to, you know, get in contact with you, what platforms do you get? It looks like you got your website up. You do that. I take it. Yep, I, I I run that. I do that. Um, What's the URL? What is the address for our listeners, man, for your website? Uh, 
www.2amc.org. Okay. And if you wanted to spell it all out, it's Second Amendment Motorcycle Club.com. Okay. Um, and we got, you know, I got a lot of the feeds coming in from the Buckeye Firearm Association, NRA. Um, got a feed of, of, from your website updating uh, anybody that comes to our site if there's a new podcast out. I saw that, man. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's an RSS yeah, feed right on your homepage. Problem. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, and actually, I'm going to have to shrink it down one of them because I got the motorcycle events at the bottom. And for the winter time, I shrunk it down to like four. Uh, I want to bring that up a little bit just so it's right because it's riding season. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we are, we're on Facebook, Second Amendment Motorcycle Club. Um, we got all of our chapters have pages. Even the Nomads have has a fan page or, or uh no, they may have a user a user page, but the, the main page is a fan page. You just you can just go there and like it. You don't have to request for request friends, but each chapter has one as well. Okay. Um, Twitter, you know, we're, we're hitting them all. Trying to, uh, we actually the, our Twitter feed actually updates our web page on on our events. So anything anytime I'm on the road, I can hit, I can hit a tweet and it will update the events page on my website. Absolutely, good way to go. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. So Twitter, yeah, Facebook, I've got some different. And, of course, if you guys just go to two, the number 2amc.org, and they've got their Facebook and Twitter, and they got all their quick links up there. I'm looking at it now. So, yeah, good-looking site, yeah. man. Good and clean. Thank I like you. it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, really appreciate you uh, hanging out with us, man. And, uh, yeah, stay on the line and uh, ride safe over there, man. All right, man. You too. All right. Take care. Well, guys, hope you enjoyed that interview. I know I did. Um, I, it was very educational for me, and I learned a lot. And I want to thank Mike very much uh, from Second Amendment MC for stepping up to the plate and, yeah, getting out here and, and putting it out there, using the platform, the free platform, let me remind you. Yeah, guys, let them hang, man. Let them hang. Let them drop. It ain't no big deal. It uh, It's easy, as you saw. Now, a lot of information there, guys, and Mike talked about um, the, the Motorcycle Coalition. And like I say, I'm not 100% by, by the, when I'm recording this. I need to do a little more um, uh, investigation or really not investigation, but I need to do some more research. And hopefully, in an upcoming episode, I will have that information for you. And we can figure out exactly what that's all about. But very interesting point he brought up. So very cool stuff. Oh, excuse me there. Had a little... Uh, throat bubble and a head cold in the spring. I don't know who gets a freaking head cold in the spring. I got that. So yeah, good times. But anyways, guys, um, thanks so much. And again, as always, thank you for your support. My call to action today for you is to go to lawabidingbiker.com forward slash iTunes and just take a minute. It'll take you right there. Please give us a little written review and our rating one through five stars. That's my call to action. Just take the minute and do it. And if you don't listen on iTunes, you can still subscribe there. It really helps us in our rankings. If you listen on Stitcher, if you're on the Android platform or another one like that, you can go to lawabidingbiker.com forward slash Stitcher. Yeah. Get out there and freaking ride, man. Seriously, guys. Lab podcast phone number. 509-731-3548. 
Or you can leave us an internet voicemail, which is really cool. LawBuddyBiker.com slash voicemail slash voice message. Of course, you can email or voicemail us at LawBuddyBiker.com slash contact. Oh, guys, don't forget, get into that free Law Abiding Biker email club. It is completely free. No spam. Guaranteed. I hardly even send anything out. But when I do send something, hopefully it's pretty cool. Free video or a new for sale video. And I give coupon codes, all that kind of good stuff. LawAbidingBiker.com slash email club you guys are the bomb and uh, ride safe out there guys keep the rubber side down and you know the shiny side up we'll catch you next time man Thank you for listening to the Law Abiding Biker Podcast. Please listen to our next episode.